the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back to the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Show. I'm Danny Brewer, and I'm joined now by Seagull Stars head coach Adam Renshaw. Coach, how about it? Huge win last night for the Stars. Yes, sir. Them, them eggs tasted mighty fine this morning. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when we say three and one, Seagull Stars three and one, that's got to sound good, right? You know, when you say three and one, you don't think about the three as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because when, when you when you look at your schedule, I mean, when, when you when you think about it, uh, you know, Green Hill opening game, tough, tough matchup, you know, and and then you know you go to Lebanon, and they were ranked, I think, third in the state, and so going on the road like that, so winning a game like that on the road has to be extra special for not only you as a coach but the program as well. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, uh, you know one of the tough things is. As a coach, is, uh, you know, we'd had a tough week the week before. And uh, that, you know, and, and, and you feel like as a uh, head coach that, you know, uh, you want it so bad for the kids and all the people that have invested in your program. You, you know, we, we get so much support. Mr. Creasy, our principal, supports us every way he can, our administrative team, our parents. And we have players that have worked so hard. And so, you know, kind of coming out of that situation, I was really proud of how our kids showed up on Labor Day practice and fought all week and came out against a really good ball club. And, and so after the football game, it was just really good – to see the people that have worked so hard for us be able to enjoy that. So I guess kind of some ebbs and flows, uh, you're, you're leading, you're behind, you tie it, you go to <laughs> overtime. I mean, the, lots and lots of peaks and valleys, right? Yeah, it was a great football game. I think a fan of either team. Uh, and, and we, you know, I was around a little bit after the game last night and a lot of fans were kind of hanging out and a lot of Lebanon fans congratulated us and were really classy and said, great game, coach. And, and we're doing the same to our players. And then I noticed our fans kind of hanging out and doing the same thing. So, I, you know, I thought it was a really classy high school football environment. Lebanon does a great job. Coach Gentry is one of the best guys in the business. And uh, we were lucky to come out on top last night. Okay, so 31-28 overtime win over Lebanon. Talk about your SNS boys. Santel and Sims on offense <laughs> had huge nights, right? Oh, yeah, big nights. Uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, of course, Corey scored three touchdowns, uh, but he also had a few fumbles. Uh, Santel uh, sparked us with some big energetic plays and, and gets us down the field, and he made a few mistakes. So, uh, you know, the thing I think we can take out of last night's football game was really we didn't play very good football time at times but still gutted out a win. And those two kids are classy kids, and, and, and I know they were excited about their big plays and the touchdowns, but I also know those two kids are going to want to get better next week. Coach, we've talked before about Santel and the dual threat that he brings to the quarterback position. Obviously, that's very important for your offense. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he makes he makes play calling right. When we call an offensive play and, uh, you, you know, sometimes with Thomas, it don't look quite like you drew it up, but he makes it better. And so, yeah, I mean, he, he he's an amazing uh, talent, you know, and, and – you know, he's fun to coach. And last night, he just made some incredible plays. You know, and at the same time, we had 10 other guys out there with him 
believing in each other. And, and, you know, there were a time or two, a few key blocks spring him on a big run and, and the offensive line protected him while he runs around out there and does his thing and, and finds Corey on a check down route that leads to a touchdown. So yeah, those, those, those are huge for our offense. Is one of the good things about him is he's a junior? <laughs> yeah, um, no doubt about it. And, that you know, I was telling somebody earlier this morning, I mean, he's still getting better. He has not reached his potential. There's a lot of things uh, Thomas can do to get better. Uh, but, but at the same time, uh, he is growing. He is getting better. Every week uh, is an opportunity for him to grow. And, I, you know, and really that's, that's a lot of our football team. Talk about the overtime a little bit. In high school football, of course, you know, it's not just, hey, whoever scores first wins. It's you, you, have, to, you have to stand up on defense as well. So talk about overtime and, and how your team, you know, brought it to the table when they needed to in the overtime last night. Yeah, well, you know, coaches debate overtime quite a bit on Tennessee or, you know, NFHS rules. I mean, you start at the 10, and I've been in overtime games that last all night. And so uh, – I, you know, we made up our mind that we'd stay up, stay there all night, whatever it took to win the game. And uh, when we won the toss, you always choose to go defense second. And so uh, we, we chose, I'm sorry, to go defense first. And uh, so that way you know what you have to do when you get the ball. Well, uh, they get down to the one, and, uh, man, our defense stones them. Uh, Andrew Ricks, Jacoby Bell, and there, there's a few others right there on that tackle too. Uh Tackle a great football player on the one-yard line. Actually, he's probably only two for a loss. And so, uh, uh, you know, when that happened, uh, Coach Todd Rowland, uh, who, who's been there with me for three years now, he said on the headset before that play, well, when we stop him here, let's run the ball three times and kick the field goal. Well, we stopped him, and that's what we did. We ran the football three times, got the ball in the middle of the field, and sent Blake Schofield out there to kick the game-winning field goal. So they did. They went for for the the gusto. They they weren't going to kick a field goal. They they thought they could put it in the end zone on you guys. Yeah, and you know I can't say I wouldn't have made the same decision right there. When you get the ball first, it puts pressure on you to score a touchdown. And so uh, you know, and, and I think there's always a fear in the high school back of a high school coach's mind. I don't want this overtime to go all night because it's it's just ten yards. You got to get ten yards. You score a touchdown. And then the other team. Uh, they got to do it. So, I, you know, I really think they felt the pressure of we need to get this in the end zone. Talk about carrying the county torch. I know the last time that I was on the show with you, I talked about Rutherford County football and, and the, the glory of, of being in this county, going outside the county and winning. Good good for you guys. I know it's not a region game, but still good, good for you guys as far as program and county and carrying the county torch. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean the biggest thing was – Lebanon's a good football team right now. And I think for Siegel High School as a program, we've been looking for a signature win since I've been here. And, uh, you, you know, it's not a conference win, uh, but it's a really good football team. And uh, so, yeah, it's a big win for us. Now, I, you know, I, I don't know that I want the responsibility of carrying the torch for the county, but I, <laughs> but I do want that responsibility for Siegel High School. And so uh, when, when our kids gutted out a tough win – in overtime last night, yeah, I mean that we we feel really good about that. So now it's Siegel two and zero against Wilson County, I guess, which which is good news. So next week you get back in the county, and I know that it's kind of um, league games. You, you got a, a couple sprinkled in here, but you got a lot of league games coming up. But back in the county, Oakland coming, 
to your place, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, of course, you know, I mean, we uh, Oakland has all the accolades and tremendous players and tremendous coach and Kevin Creasy, and, and uh, they're three miles down the road. So it's a big deal. And, uh, yeah, we'll – you know, our kids will be excited to play, and, you know, hopefully we'll have a big event at Siegel High School next Friday night. Well, you know, when they when they created Siegel, it drew a lot of Oakland kids. So you you do have that neighborhood rivalry, literally a neighborhood rivalry, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, I, all our kids know their kids, and, uh, you know, and the, the student sections are going to be talking to one another. And, you know, we, we, we talked to our kids last night about staying off social media and those kinds of things. Uh, you know, I think the, uh, uh, you know, the, the deal we want to do is we want to make this just a positive high school football environment. Let's go enjoy a good football game last Friday night measuring stick of sorts maybe for you guys i mean like i, said, I know you're three and one but they are two-time defending state champs so do you view this as any type of measuring stick for your program to or, or anything like that or is that not anything you think about well i think oakland's the measuring stick for every football program in tennessee right now and so if you want to know you know if you think you're good if you want to know you're good uh put oakland on the schedule and so uh that yeah without a doubt they're the they're the measuring stick and uh any team that lines up against them on friday night uh they know that and so you know and i and and i think they get deserve a ton of credit for that Coach, I talked with uh, Coach Walker from Eagle about the memories that, that you create in these sports. And sometimes it's not always about the wins and losses, but it's about the camaraderie and the life lessons and all that stuff. Uh, talk about what last night meant for all the kids on your program. Well, you know, no, we've got a bunch of tremendous tremendous kids and uh, you know coach Walker's right that there's so much that goes on throughout a week in a high school and particularly with a football team and uh, there's ups and downs and highs and lows and uh, you know I, I think the real thing that high school football teaches maybe better than anything else is how to fight through adversity and uh, this past week uh, we had some adversity and uh, I, I can't tell you how proud I am of our kids of fighting through that. And, and if you look at what our kids, our senior class, we've, and I, and I told a core group of our seniors last night, and, you know, uh, uh, Corey Sims, Brock Mongold, uh, Xavier Sensabaugh, Jacoby Bell, uh, you know, some of these kids, uh, th their freshman year at Seagull High School was 0-10. And, and then the next year they were 1-9. And, and last year we were 4-6. and six. And this year, uh, that senior group has held in there and trusted us and done what we've asked them to do. And it's really special to see those uh, those those players uh, get some accolades and get a little bit of what they deserve. Well, you know, we talk about putting smiles on the kids' faces, but something like that puts maybe a smile on your face too, right? Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit. You know, I, like I said, I think it's more of a, a relief than it is just uh, joy. Uh, of course, you hear stories of great coaches. You know, they win the Super Bowl or the national championship, and they're on the plane calling recruits and, and looking at the draft. And so in high school, it's not quite that way. In high school, you know, it was it was nice to hug and kiss my wife after the game. It was nice to uh, hug some parents and, and uh, enjoy a bus ride home with the kids. But, you know, the real truth is, is on Monday, there's one game on the schedule, and we got to go to work on it. Well, Coach, you, you're doing a great job over there. Like I said, 
marked improvement with Siegel football. You've got to be very, very pleased with that. I, I hope your feet touch the ground maybe sometime before Monday. I'm sure they will. Uh, Coach Adam Renshaw, Siegel Stars football, congratulations on a huge win last night. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. 